Hi, I'm Howard Tierski. Welcome to the Winning Digital Customers podcast, where we focus on the stories of large-scale digital transformations told by the people who lead them. I get a question sometimes, which is, which employees are really needed to be part of digital transformation? Who on the team is really necessary to be involved in making digital transformation successful? And I'm kind of in a way astounded by this question, and I'll explain why in a bit, but I think it's a really important question, particularly if you're thinking that you need to go look around the organization and figure out who is this elite force of people that you're going to assemble to digitally transform the whole company. So I want to spend a little time today and talk about what I believe are the four key categories of people that are essential to being involved in digital transformation. And not just who needs to be involved, but but how? What roles do they need to play in the digital transformation? I hope this isn't a spoiler alert here, or that this isn't a spoiler about where I'm going here. But you know, the, the short answer is that nearly everybody within your organization needs to be involved in a successful digital transformation. Digital transformation cannot be achieved by a small elite task force of people just going out and figuring out how to transform the whole company. Transformation is something that is going to happen to and with and for nearly everybody. And it's so nearly everybody that the outliers are just really the exception that proves the rule. You know, perhaps the person who cleans the bathrooms will not be dramatically affected by digital transformation, but I could even be wrong about that. But let's take a look because it's not just that one liner of saying that everybody needs to be involved. Let's talk, take a look about why why everybody needs to be involved and how they need to be involved. And that will also probably imply a little bit when they need to be involved in the digital transformation. Here are my four categories that we're going to talk about. Gatekeepers, insight owners, builders, and operators. And if you're looking at that list and thinking, well, what the heck does that mean? I am about to tell you. The first category that a lot of people think of when they consider who needs to really be a part of the process of deciding to engage in digital transformation and shaping what that transformation is going to be, what I'm going to generally call gatekeepers. Who are gatekeepers? Gatekeepers are the people who need to approve the money or resources or policy changes, the strategy. They're the people who ultimately you need to stand in front of and say, okay, this is the transformation. Here's why we're going to do it. Here's what we're going to do. Here's how we're going to do it. And they'll probably ask you a lot of uh, challenging questions to prove that you have a really good plan, as they should. That's their job. And who are we talking about? Well, we're probably talking about anyone sort of in the CXO suite, certainly your CEO, CEO, CFO, all those types of people, possibly even your board of directors of your company, quite probably, actually. Could be people like a capital budget committee that has to approve funding for things. Could be other key decision makers in the organization, a head of digital or a head of marketing, and they may fall into the, one of the prior categories or possibly not. In addition to the people who per se have a vote in approving things going forward, there are also gatekeepers who really act in a decision support mode. For example, there may be people in finance whose job it is to review your budget and your numbers, and you kind of need their stamp of approval before it goes to the people who are ultimately going to say yes or no. There may be similarly people in legal or people in HR or people in operations, depending on what you're proposing to do from a transformation perspective. If your transformation includes massive changes that affect the labor force, which very often it does, that would be an example where you may very well have HR involved. These folks may or may not have a sort of ultimate vote, but they're people who are going to be looked to by those people who are the ultimate gatekeepers. And they're going to say, well, 
How do we feel about this from a legal perspective? Do the numbers add up? Does finance agree that your projections for improved revenue or reduced cost or whatever it may be are accurate before we make a decision based on what's being presented to us? So there's that whole group of people that you clearly have to appeal to. But I think everyone would probably naturally think of those people as needing to be involved. But let's look at a few of the other categories of people. The next category that I would want to talk about is what I refer to as insight sources. What does that mean? Well, if you read my book, Winning Digital Customers, I lay out a five-step process for digital transformation. The first step is to understand your customer. And that's essential because any transformation, its purpose is most probably to improve the business outcomes of your organization. I mean, you probably wouldn't embark on a major transformation to keep the business results of the company the same. Or at the very least, if you're in a market where you're so threatened that your results are going down and your goal is to stay the same, that's actually an improvement compared to what you would be if you continued on your current path. So generally, you're trying to improve business results. And so understanding the customer becomes an essential component of that because improving business results has a lot to do with how effectively you're driving customer behavior, getting customers to buy from you, buy more often, tell their friends, not complain, not post negative reviews about you. Basically, the more effectively you can influence customer behavior, probably the more uh, successful your business is going to be. It's not the only thing involved in running a successful business, but it is the most important thing. And so as you seek to define what the transformation is going to be, what's the vision, what's that future customer experience that you're looking to deliver, for example, you need insight from various sources that will help you craft that and understand what are the customer's current points of pain? What are the things that if we were to deliver for the customer, it would make them more loyal. It would enable us to charge more. They would be you know, likely to buy more frequently, et cetera, et cetera. And so where are you going to get that insight? Well, possibly from a variety of places. You might get it from looking at data or doing customer research, things like that. Absolutely. But you're also probably going to get a fair amount of it, or at least you should, from people within your organization who understand the customer, people who work with the customer on a day-to-day basis. It could be your nurses. It could be your insurance agents. It could be your wait staff. It could be your front reception desk. It could be your call center. It could be your salespeople. Of course, depending on your business, you may not have all of those roles. But the point is you have people who face off to the customer every single day and they have a level of insight that your top executives, your gatekeepers, for example, probably don't have. And the customer is not the only type of insight you need. The next one is market insight. So these are people who understand what your competitors are doing primarily, and they may also understand about other companies in your industry that may be able to be effective partners, for example, or suppliers, or distributors, or retail stores that are going to carry your product. People who understand the larger ecosystem into which your transformation will be measured. These people, and you probably have a variety of different people like this in your organization, they could be people with titles like business development, They could be people in some sort of a research or strategy team or a partner, people who are involved in distribution, et cetera. And so that's the second category of people you want to involve because you want to be able to conceive what this vision of the future way your company is going to operate. If you say, well, in the future, instead of a certain way of delivering our product to retailers, we're going to switch it to a way that's more digitally enabled. You need someone who can help determine whether, well, is that something your distributors are going to be on board for? Is that something that your retailers are going to be ready for? If you want to deliver a different kind of customer experience and you may need the help of other types of companies to help support what you're doing, you need people who understand 
do those companies exist out there? How do they operate? How would they incorporate with your company or deliver that kind of transformational vision? So that's the second category of insight people, which is market insight. The third is product slash service insight. These are the people who understand the thing you sell, the thing that you are actually being paid for that is the core of your business. If you're a hotel chain, these are the people who understand operationally how the hotels actually run and operate. If you make car radios, these are the people who actually design and manufacture them and service them. These are the people who deal with the actual product. If you are a tax preparation company, these are the people who prepare the taxes or train the people that prepare the taxes. They understand where the rubber meets the road. And as you develop a digital transformation vision, it is almost certain to impact your product. For example, let's say you're a hotel chain and you have a vision that when a guest wants more towels for the room, they just go to the app and they push a button that says, I want more towels. Well, that's a great digital vision, but how are the towels going to get to the room? Presumably, there's an operational component. Somebody needs to receive that message on the other end. They need to grab some towels. They need to bring it to the room, right? If that's a human, then now you have somebody who needs to understand how the hotel operates. If you are creating, like I just bought our Keurig coffee maker, a new one that actually is digitally enabled, it connects to the internet, believe it or not, and it knows which flavors of pods I'm using. So if we use more vanilla flavored ones, or there's tea, there's hot chocolate, it knows which ones we've used, and then it will replenish them. So if we use a ton of vanilla and nobody, nobody drinks decaf, it doesn't just send us you know, equal numbers of vanilla and decaf, but it sends us the right amount based on what we've used because it can actually detect which pods are being inserted into the machine. But if that's your transformational vision of, of how you want your new product to be, you better make sure there's some people who understand the products. Is that something that we can build? Is that something that our system that actually sends the coffee to customers if they've ordered it can actually deal with? What would be involved in having to do that? So you need the people who understand the products and services because digital transformation inevitably reaches beyond just building an app or building a website to what actually happens in the core of what the value proposition of your business is. And the fourth category is technology insight because inevitably technology is going to be an important part of any digital transformation. So you need the people within your organization who understand your current systems. For example, you may have mainframe or other types of legacy systems. And as you create a digital transformation vision, you're going to need to think about, okay, well, you know, if I want to create a great new online banking experience that works differently, and there's a humongous 25-year-old backend system that handles all your customers' accounts, can that system accommodate these ideas? Can it be expanded? Does it need to be replaced? That is a critical to understand how much this transformation is going to cost, how long it will take, how practical it is, what kinds of risks you have, etc. In addition, you may need technologies which are not part of your current organization's stack or, or technology framework. You may want to be creating using some kind of computer vision technology or some kind of speech recognition technology or some kind of artificial intelligence or machine learning models. You may need to incorporate blockchain or drones. I mean, who knows? And those may be technologies that are not being used in production in your organization, but you still need to find the people who are best able to bring that kind of insight to the table. Those might be people outside your organization, or you may have R&D teams within your organization who are working on these things, or you may have people who've been brought in from other companies who bring that kind of knowledge or insight, or you may need to hire those people. But in any case, that's another category of insight you need. There are probably others, but here's four main categories. You need the people from IT. You need the people from operations. You need the people from customer service who are interact with the customers. And you need the people who understand the market, who understand strategy, who understand what's going on with possible partners, distributors, suppliers, et cetera. So that's a lot of different people that you need. 
Just as a reminder, we were going through four categories. The first category were the gatekeepers. The second category are the people with the insight. And we just talked about those four categories. Let's look at category number three. The third major category, so so going back up a level here, the third category are the builders. So when you develop that vision of transformation, it's probably going to require building a bunch of stuff. A bunch of it may be digital. So these may very well be the people who are now going to design a new user experience, you know, design a new app. They also have to implement the technology for that. They may be marketers who need to think about how are we going to build the marketing campaigns to help people learn about these new capabilities. You may realize that when you create this new customer experience that is being uh, launched as part of your digital transformation, you need call center operations people who can train the people in your call centers to do something different. If you've, cr- if you've changed the way people order, then the people who support the people who order, they're going to need new documentation may need to be created for them, etc. Your recruiters that are bringing new talent into your organization may need to create plans on how they're going to bring in the people who can do the building. So when you go through this phase of digital transformation, where you're actually creating all the new stuff, there's a whole bunch of people, people dealing with data, people who need to model out different business models that you're building because you need to think about how to price something differently because it's a different, more digital type of product. So you know, as the transformation kind of transitions from the insight period where you're coming up with it to where you actually have to build it, you've got all these different types of people who need to be involved in building it. And by the way, from a timing perspective, you're best off involving all these people very early on in the process, or at least representatives of them. Because you know, before you get up in front of those gatekeepers, you want to have leveraged the insight from the people who have all the different insight. You want to have at least involved in a review kind of way, representatives of the people who are going to do the building so that you have a well-vetted, well-thought-through plan to put in front of the gatekeepers so that when they ask, how confident are we that we can actually execute on this? You've involved the people who really ought to know. It's not just your opinion. So that's the third category. And of course, when it's time to build it, many, many of these people will be involved per months and months, possibly years. This could be very large numbers of people that need to be involved executing it. And the fourth big category are the operators. Once your transformational initiatives start to launch, you inevitably have people who are engaging with the customer or with the technology to deliver on whatever that vision of the new customer experience is. So let's say, for example, it's a new ticketing experience for how people are going to buy tickets for live events like theater or sports events, things like that, just as an example. So let's say you've moved to a new completely digital ticketing model. Well, who needs to deal with that on an operational basis? There's probably a lot of people, box offices or people who are taking tickets, you know, as you walk into an event, maybe now they're scanning, they're having to do something differently because they're scanning people's phones rather than dealing with paper tickets. People in finance who have to deal with things like refunds. Think throughout your whole organization, who are all the people that are touched by this? The people who are in group sales, who when someone buys a block of tickets, instead of saying, I'm going to mail you a bunch of tickets, now they've got to deal with a different process. So you've got all these people who they've got to change the way they're doing business with customers. If you have a retail store and you put kiosks all over the store so people can order things to their home, then the people, the associates who work in the store need to be prepared to help customers use those types of kiosks. If you're a restaurant and you've now enabled someone to sit down at your sit-down restaurant and order from your phone instead of use a physical menu, your wait staff need to be trained to do something differently. And your kitchen staff may need to be trained to do something differently because now they're not always going to have a a waiter or waitress walk in with a paper ticket. They're going to get some kind of electronic notification that says, you know, table six wants another appetizer. 
And so all of these people who are the people who keep your business running day in and day out, they are going to probably need to change at least in a minor way and possibly in a dramatic way. Frankly, you may need to change some of those people. You may discover that there's whole new roles that you need in order to execute on your transformed vision. If you have a vision of a personalized experience in your app, you may need to hire data scientists or other people who are daily. We're not talking about the people who are building it. We're talking about the people who are constantly monitoring the data and making sure that those personalization algorithms are tweaked and tuned and are working well for the people who are experiencing the app. So there's many, many types of operators. The people in your warehouses or to deal with fulfillment may have a different role or they may be needing to do their jobs in a different kind of way. The people in your back office, whether that's finance or legal or anyone like that, are going to need to be mindful of how differently you're interacting with customers now. And that may impact the way that they need to account for certain things from a pure accounting perspective. Your legal department needs to be aware of how the customer is now engaging with you in a different way because that could change some legal considerations. Your marketing department needs to probably be changing the way in which they market to customers because, well, first of all, what you're marketing may be different. Your story to the customer about why should they do business with you is now changed because you have a presumably new and transformed digital capability. And furthermore, you may have different channels to reach the customer. If you're driving your customers to more digital touch points, then that may change the marketing mix for how marketers are driving customers to you and also how marketers are reaching customers on your own channel. These are all just examples, but I hope I've persuaded you that we're talking about a lot of people. In fact, if you look at your own organization and you say, well, if I were to combine together all the people who are some kind of gatekeeper or the people who help support those gatekeepers like finance or legal or HR that give them their thumbs up or thumbs down on different aspects of an initiative. And then if you include on top of that, the people who have the insight to help guide and optimize and refine the vision and the plan, the people who understand the customer, who understand the market, who understand the technology, et cetera, and then the people who are going to need to actually build this new transformed capability, and then the people who are actually going to have to deal with it on a daily basis, whose job is going to change in some way. I mean, who's left, right? Have I left anyone out? <laughs> I mean, I think in many organizations, if you combine these categories together, particularly by the time you get to the operators, you're dealing with the vast majority of the people in the organization. And so on a big picture, I think the answer is nearly everyone in an organization is touched by digital transformation. And of course, you can see how the number is probably growing over time. For example, when you're dealing with trying to get insight into customers, you know, you don't need everyone in the call center to provide you insight. You probably just need representatives. You don't need everyone of your store associates to be involved. You just need a, a subset to provide insight. So that's not necessarily every single person. And similarly, not everybody is going to be involved in building the new transformed experience. But just those categories are still going to start to involve many, many people, depending on the size of your organization. I don't know if that's a dozen people or that's a thousand people. But in the transformations that we've worked on, you know, you might have 30, 40 people who fall into the gatekeeper category in a large company, maybe more. You may have a hundred or a couple hundred people who have some role to play in the inside category in some companies, maybe more. You may have hundreds of people who are involved in the builder category, and you really may have thousands and thousands of people involved in the operator category. And I probably have missed something. I've just tried to give you some of the main categories. I'm not going to suggest that there aren't some things that are needed as part of digital transformation that potentially go above and beyond even these four categories. And so I think big picture, the answer to the question, as I said at the beginning, is that nearly everybody in your organization needs to be involved. 
And I would recommend you try to get a large portion of them involved early on, even if it's in a light way. Because one of the challenges that I talk about in my book of any kind of transformation is resistance to change. People feeling like you're causing me either risk or inconvenience. You're either changing the game on me so that now, you know, I'm worried that I will no longer be as valuable as I used to be. I'll no longer have as many people reporting to me as I used to, or in whatever way, I'll no longer be as successful as I used to because the way we're operating has changed and I already knew how to be successful in the old way. Or they're saying, oh, this is going to be such a hassle. I have to relearn a new point of sale system. I have to completely change the way I deal with customers. You know, this is a lot more work than just me continuing to do things the old way. So that's a natural reaction that you can expect from a lot of people. When you're leading transformation, sometimes you can be so excited about it that you assume everybody will be if you just explain it to them. But the practical impact on many people does require them to exert extra effort to change the way they're doing things, as we've said. And that's not always necessarily met with enthusiasm initially. So as a leader, part of your job is to make sure that all of these people are feeling uh, inspired about what you're looking to do. And I, I give a bunch of tips on that in the book, actually. And in addition, one of the ways to keep people less resistant is to have them feel they have a voice. So rather than having a smallish number of people figure it all out and then tell the builders and the operators, okay, guys, here's what we need you to do. The smart people have figured it all out. Now it's time for you to execute. Here's the plan. That can work but you can get more resistance. If everybody feels they've had a voice, even if it's with surveys or small meetings where they can stand up and give their feedback or things like that, you've inoculated yourselves a little bit against some of that resistance. You will reduce the resistance if people feel like this is something that's being done with the voice of all the people who need to be involved, which, as I said, is nearly everybody. So hopefully this has been helpful to you. If you're going through transformation, I would encourage you to really think through all of the people that need to play a role. And if they're going to need to be a play a role later, how can you involve them earlier? You'll be helping yourself in the long run. And hopefully this structure, this model of the gatekeepers, the insight owners, the builders and the operators is something you can use as kind of a mental checkoff to go, okay, do I have all these different types of people involved? Not only for the benefit of having them involved for that resistance to change issue, but because if you fail to properly address the gatekeepers, you're probably not going to get funded in the first place. So that's the obvious one. If you fail to include the insight owners in the right way, you know, you might persuade someone to prove what you're doing but you're far less likely to be successful. You haven't aimed as effectively as you could because you don't have all the insight you need. And of course, at a certain point, you're going to need the builders. That's inevitable. And then the operators, if you fail to involve them in the right way, then the risk that you face is that you roll out some cool new technology, but when it gets out to the field, nobody knows how to properly support it. And it doesn't succeed, not because of the, what you built is wrong, but because the people that need to make it work on the ground aren't ready to do so or aren't supported. How often have you been on the phone with someone at a call center and they start to complain about, oh, I'm sorry, I'm trying to get your information up, but this system never works right. Or you go into a store and you ask somebody about a kiosk or some other technology that might be in the store and the person rolls their eyes and just says, please, I don't know. You know, they just rolled this thing out. I have no idea how it works. It doesn't really work properly. Let me just help you the old way. I've had that experience numerous times. So these are the things we want to avoid for a smooth rollout. Involving everybody is key to that. Hey, thanks for listening, as always, to the Winning Digital Customer Show. I look forward to seeing you next time. And until then, keep transforming. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Winning Digital Customers, the podcast. Find more great episodes at wdcpodcast.captivate.fm, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Overcast, or wherever you listen. And visit winningdigitalcustomers.com to learn more about the Wall Street Journal bestselling book that inspired the podcast.